Welcome to episode 54 of the Girl About the Globe podcast. I hope that you enjoyed the previous podcast episode on Antarctica. For this week, I am talking about solo travel in Europe. So I've spent several months in Europe at different times and I've been so lucky to have seen every single country in Europe. So for this particular podcast episode, I'm going to cover different countries and different regions, how to travel around them as a solo female and which countries might appeal to you more than other countries. So stay tuned. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveller. Empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Whether you're looking for mountains, ancient civilizations, icy climate, chic cities or islands to sail around, Europe has a country for you. With nearly 50 countries to visit, there's a diversity of languages, cultures and places to suit everybody's needs and budget. There's the romance of the Mediterranean, the solitude of the Alps, the stunning coastline of the Rivieras and the icy glaciers of the Nordics. And travelling through them couldn't be easier, with many open borders. Europe is one of the safest continents for solo females to travel to. Although each country has a different culture, the majority have a very liberal attitude towards women, especially in Western Europe. Europe has many different regions. Western Europe, the Balkans, Eastern Europe, Nordic countries and the Baltics. Getting around Europe as a solo traveller can be very easy, with many open border crossings. Transport in Western and Northern Europe is extremely punctual and the most popular method of transport is by rail. Buying a Eurorail pass before you arrive on the continent allows you to travel through several countries. If you don't need all 30 countries, you can just buy a pass for four or more. Although most of the countries in Western Europe and Northern Europe, you can just buy a pass for the Balkans, for example. Travelling through Macedonia, Bulgaria and Greece is actually easier by bus as the train system isn't as efficient as those in Spain and France. It's wise to pre-book each sector if you're travelling in the summer season. Switzerland has panoramic train journeys, including one to Europe's highest mountain station at Jungfraujou. Buying a Swiss pass will save you money on multiple trips here. The Eurostar operates from England across the Channel Tunnel to mainland Europe and vice versa, or you can choose from one of the main bus lines. Megabus is extremely cheap and will take you from London to Amsterdam for less than a flight. Eurolines are comfortable buses within Europe and they offer a pass for unlimited travel in over the 50 countries. Flying around the continent is cheap and easy with many low-cost airlines to choose from, which allows you to fly into a neighbouring country in less than a couple of hours. If you choose to hire a car, you could find yourself paying toll fees and hiring a car for one can be quite costly. Car sharing not only is a way of sharing a journey, but it's also a chance to meet other people too. Car sharing sites approve drivers beforehand, so you can travel across 45 countries in the UK and Europe with peace of mind. Slovenia, Liechtenstein, Monaco and Macedonia have good bus systems and tunnels connect the Faroe Islands, allowing for a good road network for buses and cars. You could always consider cycling too, especially around the smaller countries or through somewhere picturesque such as Tuscany. Sailing around the Greek, Turkish or Croatian islands is a perfect way to island hop. Unless you pay a single supplement, you may find yourself sharing a cabin on a sailing holiday 
But for those of you who want to be more independent, there are ferries to get you between the islands. Ferries also operate between Albania and Italy, and also Corfu in Greece. From Istanbul, you can practically get anywhere if you're prepared to spend hours on a bus. Internally, they have a great bus system with safe overnight buses. If you prefer to travel in a group, choose a hop-on, hop-off bus service as an alternative to local transport. These are great for solos, as you can meet other travellers on the buses and travel with them, at least to your next destination anyway. Western Europe includes Belgium, France, Germany, Ireland, Italy, Netherlands, Portugal, Spain, Switzerland, Austria, the UK, Monaco, Vatican City, San Marino and Liechtenstein. If you love cities, Western Europe has plenty to choose from, each with its own unique style. Take your pick from Paris, Amsterdam, London, Barcelona, Budapest and Copenhagen to as far away as Istanbul, the gateway to Asia. From the modern to the more historical, visit Greece or Rome for ancient civilizations, Germany for its Nazi political past, and England for its timeless monarchy. Relax on the French or Italian Rivieras, hike in Malta, sip port in Portugal, take part in a Spanish festival, or try the chocolate delicacies of Belgium. Ski in the Alps, sing on an Austrian hill, and explore the highest point of Europe in Switzerland. Whether you enjoy history, culture or art, Western Europe has a country for all types of solos. But be prepared for some flirting and flattering attention along the Mediterranean coast. You'll not be short of company in the south of Spain, where the area attracts a party crowd and also families. When in France or Monaco, you'll find that the locals are much more accommodating if you can speak a bit of French. There is a dress code in Monaco, so don't walk around barefoot in swimwear if you're not on the beach. As in any city, be careful of pickpockets here, especially in Barcelona and Paris. Travelling solo in Liechtenstein isn't the best place to meet others, and the country attracts more families than solo travellers. Switzerland has kind locals, and you'll find friendly Scots, especially on the west coast of Scotland. Travelling around Western Europe Mainland Europe is easy to travel around due to good infrastructure. There are connecting train and bus networks such as Euroline coaches and Flixbus, making each country accessible. You can also buy an interrail pass, which is a train pass for various countries. If you prefer to navigate this region at your own pace, then consider hiring a car. In England, there are regional buses and trains, as well as excellent transport system in London. You can use your debit card for the tube, buses and overline trains, and even the water buses and the cable car across the Thames. Public transport is good in Scotland, although hiring a car will take you to the more remote areas. You could also join a fun-loving Scottish tour, such as Mac Backpackers or Haggis Adventures, to take you around the country. A ferry will take you to the Isle of Arran, and the company Megabus also operate here. Eastern Europe. Eastern Europe includes Belarus, Czech Republic, Georgia, Greece, Hungary, Moldova, Poland, Russia, Ukraine, Greece, Cyprus and Turkey. Eastern Europe is synonymous with World War II and may not be your usual holiday hotspot, but the countries of Hungary, Poland and the Czech Republic have untouched mountains, rivers and lakes and are much cheaper to visit than Western Europe, although slightly more challenging with the language. Cyprus is more of a sunbathing destination, although the island does have ruins and interesting sites to visit. Slovenia is incredibly safe, with a low crime rate, small cities and women who have the same opportunities as men. Slovenia attracts the more adventurous traveller and those who love the outdoors. Russia isn't known for being particularly open-armed to foreigners, 
So you may find yourself feeling a bit isolated here, especially if you don't know any Russian. Turkey, however, is a different story. And being such a male-dominated society, you will encounter leering men who will make their advances pretty clear. Although parts of Istanbul are liberal, you will still see women wearing headscarves. Cover up if you're not within one of the beach areas, and especially in the rural towns. Avoid eye contact to not give men the wrong idea, and be wary of any tour guide who wants to give you a private tour and take you to watch the sunset with just them for company. Expect attention in Cyprus from men of all ages who will openly stare at you. Travelling around. Turkey has a really good transport system. Night buses are really safe and they allocate you a seat number to ensure that you're generally sitting with another woman, which avoids you getting into any awkward moments with a man. There's normally a toilet on board and they give you a snack and hot drink and make frequent stops along the way so you can pick up Turkish gifts or food. Russia is so vast that travelling around is best done by train, especially on one of the iconic ones, such as the Trans-Siberian or Trans-Mongolian. Passengers do smoke in third class and it can get very cramped. So if you can, pay the extra for first class. In Moldova, it's easier to hire a car or take a tour if you want to see the country within a certain time frame. Ukraine has old Soviet trains and it's easy to travel to and from Moldova with their train system. They also have sleeper carriages for overnight journeys. Georgia has a good bus network, making it easy to travel to Kutaisi or Batumi from Tbilisi, the capital. Greece has a reliable bus system called KTEL, which is comfortable and safe and goes almost everywhere in Greece. There are also international buses that take you from across the border to neighbouring countries. If you want to island hop, ferries operate between the islands. Hire a car if you're heading to Cyprus, which is quicker than taking the island's buses. The Nordics. The Nordics are made up of Denmark, Finland, Iceland, Norway, Sweden, Greenland and the Faroe Islands. These countries are known for being pricey, but Scandinavia and the Nordics are great countries to visit for winter activities. Take a cruise around the Norwegian fjords, go snowmobiling or dog sledding in Finland, or visit Santa Claus in Lapland. Iceland is in a league of its own, with geothermal activity and a funky capital. Or choose Greenland for its remoteness. Iceland is more touristy, so expect crowds if you visit here. Visit in the winter for the northern lights or the summer for the midnight sun. You need to be comfortable with your own company in countries such as Greenland and the Faroe Islands, where you won't see many other travellers, let alone solo women. Not only do they have a very low crime rate, but these countries are known for their relaxed attitude, warmth and hospitality. Travelling around. Ferries operate between islands and in northern Europe you can hop from Estonia to Sweden and others in the Nordics, or from Denmark to the Faroe Islands and Iceland. The best way to get around the Faroe Islands, Greenland and Iceland is by hiring a car. Otherwise, you may need to take a tour to see the islands. There is a good train network in Norway, and also sleeper trains, which cover long distances. Both Denmark and Sweden also have a good train system, which takes you to all corners of the countries. Finland also has trains, buses and even steamships. Scandinavian Airlines operates between the Scandinavian countries, which is ideal if you don't have much time. The Baltics. Just north lies the Baltic Sea, and although tucked away in the northern corner of Europe, Latvia, Lithuania and Estonia have a lot to offer. With glacier lakes, Slavic and Scandinavian influences, and over 1,500 islands to explore. 
Visit the romantic city of Tallinn, the Baltic coast route in Latvia for seaside towns, and Vilnius for its UNESCO World Heritage. The hostels here are very sociable and they have cobbled old streets and free walking tours. This region is very cheap and also very safe for solos. Travelling around. These small countries are easily connected by bus. The buses are modern and comfortable and to travel from capital to capital takes less than five hours. The Balkans. The Balkans are some of the most interesting countries in Europe. They're made up of some of the former states of Yugoslavia, Bosnia, the Republic of Macedonia, Serbia, Kosovo, Montenegro, Croatia, Albania, Romania and Slovenia. They have a very interesting and moving past. Visit Mostar for its old bridge, Slovenia for Lake Bled, Montenegro for its coastline, Macedonia for its Turkish bazaar and artist capital or just sail around the Croatian islands. The Black Sea is known for its touristy towns, but Bulgaria, Romania and Albania have a lot more to offer, from old towns to mountain regions. The Baltics are more suited to the intrepid traveller. You may find yourself in the minority in the Balkan states, where there aren't that many solo females, but there are plenty of solo males to meet and travel with. You do need to take extra care in Bulgaria, as there is petty crime along the Black Sea coast and you need to avoid the bus station area at night in Sofia, the capital. Albania isn't a country which stands out as a safe place for solo females, but the Albania of today is surprisingly safe for women. Relatively new to tourism, Albanians are very friendly and are proud that you've chosen their country to visit. Islam is the main religion, so it's wise to cover up in the main cities, such as Shokara, where you may encounter a few looks, but anything goes along the Albanian coastline. The same applies to Bosnia. Although it's a country that is generally overlooked, Macedonia is really safe for females. Most street signs are in a Cyrillic script, so finding your way around can be challenging, but the people here will make you feel welcome and go out of their way to help you, even if they can't speak your language. If you venture away from Skopje and Okrid, you're guaranteed to meet more locals and tourists. Travelling around. Hitchhiking is also common, It may not seem like the best idea for a solo female, but it is common in Albania if you have to wait hours for the next bus. Trust your instinct if you do decide to hitch alone and be careful which country you choose to do it in. Avoid Bosnia, for example. Otherwise, buses are the way to get around Albania. Buses in the Balkans can be an adventure, but they are a good alternative to the trains, which tend to be slower. Taking a train ride in an old-fashioned train carriage in Bosnia is a nostalgic journey. Navigating your way around the Balkans by car can be tricky, as signs are in the Cyrillic script, so you may need to ask locals for help. Bulgaria is a country where you have to generally figure things out for yourself, but if you like rustic travelling and the odd challenge, then it is the country for you. Kosovo has plenty of buses from the capital to Pritzren and Peja, and travelling here is easy and welcoming. Slovenia has a good bus system and nowhere is too far here. Croatia has a good bus network and also ferries to take you to some of the islands if you want to island hop. A sailing trip, however, is the best way to see the islands, especially if you only have a week. Highlights in Europe. Taking a gondola ride in Venice, seeing the Colosseum in Rome, skiing in the Alps, visiting Edinburgh Castle in Scotland, hiking in Lottenbrunnen in Switzerland, New Swanstein Castle in Germany, Marvel at the Milan Cathedral in Italy, explore Montmartre Cathedral in Paris, 
view London from the top of the Shard, see windmills and tulip fields in Amsterdam, go clubbing in Berlin, visit a chocolatier in Bruges in Belgium, meander the back streets of Salzburg in Austria, walk along the coastal villages at Cinque Terre in Italy, dance to flamenco in Spain, watch the Eiffel Tower sparkle on the hour in Paris, walk along Charles Bridge in Prague, relax in a spa in Budapest in Hungary, enjoy a cream tea in the Cotswolds in England, take a Turkish man in Turkey, visit Cappadocia in Turkey. Seven Wonders of the World here, they have the Northern Lights in Norway, Iceland, Sweden, and you can even see them from Scotland, the Statue of Zeus at Olympia in Greece, the Temple of Artemis in Turkey, the Massalium in Budrum in Turkey, the Colossus of Rhodes in Greece, and the Colosseum in Rome. Itineraries for Europe, you can easily go there on a long weekend if you're based in Europe. Some city breaks can be taken in anything from three to five days. If you have a week, then you could spend a week in England visiting London, Oxford, Bath and Stonehenge. You could spend a week in Switzerland seeing Zurich, Lucerne and Interlaken. Or in the Baltics visiting Lithuania and Latvia. In Denmark and Sweden seeing Copenhagen, Helsingor and then across on the ferry to Helsingborg. You can sail around the Greek, Turkish or Croatian islands. If you have two weeks, you could travel from France to Italy, enjoying Paris, Lyon, Nice, Monaco and then Milan in Italy. You could travel from London to Amsterdam, visiting London, Paris, Rome, Florence, Venice, Munich, the Rhine Valley in Amsterdam. You could travel from Dubrovnik to Athens, starting in Dubrovnik to the Bay of Couture, Tirana, Saranda, Corfu and Athens. You could spend two weeks from Rome to Venice, starting in Rome, Florence and then Venice. Or go from Madrid to Nice, beginning in Madrid, Lisbon, the Algarve, Seville, Granada, Valencia, Barcelona, Nice and Monaco, which is quite a long trip. You could go from Oslo to Karuna, beginning in Oslo in Norway, to Trodem, the Lofoten Islands, Tromso and then Karuna. Or London to Scandinavia. From England, Copenhagen, Stockholm, Helsinki, St. Petersburg, Tallinn, Gothenburg and London. If you have a three-week trip, you can begin from Rome and travel all the way to Budapest. So from Rome to Siena, Florence, Lucca, Cinque Terre, Lake Como, Venice, Lake Bled, Salzburg, Vienna and Budapest. From Berlin to Budapest, beginning in Berlin, Warsaw, Krakow, Prague, Seski, Kromlov. Vienna and Budapest, or Estonia to London, in Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland, Berlin, Netherlands, Belgium and London. Three weeks in the United Kingdom, visiting London, Manchester, Liverpool, Leeds, Edinburgh, Dublin and Cork. Three weeks in the Baltics, seeing Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia and Finland. If you have a whole month, you can go from Croatia to Istanbul, beginning in Croatia to Mostar, Montenegro, Albania, Macedonia, Bulgaria and then Istanbul, or from Paris to Spain, visiting Paris, Versailles, Amsterdam, Berlin, Prague, Salzburg, Fusin, Venice, Florence, Rome, Vatican City, Monte Carlo and then Barcelona. Useful websites for Europe are Busabout, which offers hop-on, hop-off bus travel around Europe, BlaBlaCar for a car share network in the UK and Europe, Eurolines or Omeo, which offers bus travel between the European countries, Flixbus for cheap bus fares in Western Europe, Interrail, which is the European train network, Haggis Adventures for affordable tours of Scotland, Med Sailors for skippered sailing holidays in Greece, Turkey and Croatia, 
and Rome to Rio, which is a platform that shows you how to get from anywhere to everywhere. Languages spoken, French, Spanish, German, Serbian, Croatian, Swedish, Norwegian, Danish, Dutch, Italian, Portuguese, Romanian, and so many more. Did you know, if you're travelling during the European summer months, accommodation can get booked up, so it's best to pre-book it before you go. Budget anything from $40 a day to $100 a day. Cheapest countries in Europe are the Baltic countries, Lithuania, Latvia and Estonia. And the most expensive are Switzerland and Liechtenstein. I hope that this episode has inspired you to visit Europe, even if it's just a small region of Europe. If it has, there are plenty of destination guides on the Girl About the Globe website, depending on which country you want to go to. And if you're unsure, you can also find articles on solo travel in Europe to help you make up your mind for your next trip. And I'll see you next week for a podcast episode on the Caribbean. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlabouttheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.